welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Welcome to Elijah's Dreams and happy Wednesday, also known as Hump Day, at least here in the U.S. I don't know if it's known that way around the world, but that's one of our nicknames for Wednesday. Over the Hump, June 29, 2022. Welcome. I'm Steve Schultz, founder of Elijah List and Elijah's Dreams, along with my wife, Doreen. We just got back from our 44th anniversary getaway, and we're glad to be back. This is our third day here. Uh, we're glad to be here. Well, anyway, it's time to ha- run to have Cat Kerr on. So let's bring in Cat. I'm looking forward to this. Good morning. Good morning. It is your morning, even though you're at 2 p.m. Because you get up, you go to bed at 6 a.m. Or eight. Or eight. <laughs> yeah. So I, it I've is. been doing 8 a.m. lately. Oh my goodness. Do you just collapse at that point? Because you've got nothing. No, left? I finally make myself lay down. Really? What do you get about four hours or maybe four, maybe three, sometimes wow. two if I have appointments. <laughs> Jeez. Well, that can only be God giving you that kind of energy. I couldn't yeah, do I've it. I've been but... that way ever since I was little. My mom used to tell me all the time she didn't think I'd ever go to sleep. <laughs> wow. So what did you do? You remember just laying in bed, just thinking, thinking, or what did you do when you were so little? I would just stay up all night long. I had oh. a dorm room in our house. We had uh, four of us girls together in bunk beds. And uh, I always took the top bunk, so I wouldn't bother anybody. I'd have a light on underneath my, like a little tent. And I'd either talk to God or I would read read things, you know, or make notes. Even when I was real young, I did it. Wow, and my God. mom would check on me every hour. And finally, about one in the morning, she'd give up. <laughs> but I was a great student at school. I did great at school. So there was no there was no adverse side effects for me doing yeah. that. I only well, ate once a day also back then. Oh, yeah. And I've known a few people that did that. My sister-in-law does that. How does a person function eating one time a day? It's got to be. A, it, yeah. I mean, it's a gift of God. It's almost like it, it he, is. he gives that to you. Yeah. Amazing. Well, can it? Um, I, I missed you last week because Kelsey did a great job covering uh, my yes, shift or however we say that. She's yeah. she's such an anointed young woman of God. So we really appreciate her here at Elijah List, Elijah Streams and Elijah Fire. So yeah. we're going to come up with some other Elijah somethings. Who knows what we're going <laughs> to come up with. But anyway, well, Kat, tell, talk to the people about anything that's on your mind and heart before we get into some questions about heaven. Well, yeah, something major that's happening. And of course, we all know evil is trying to take over this world. No one's surprised by that. I think even people thought that there never could be or didn't even really understand what that yeah. was. I think a lot of people's eyes are open uh, to know there really is a devil and he really hates us. He doesn't like anybody, by the way, just a free tip. He doesn't even like his own. He, doesn't, he hates the demons. He punishes them when they don't complete their assignments. And so nobody is honored by the devil, no matter what he has said to you, if he said things to you or promised things to you, um, like the left have made a lot of promises they can't fulfill, we know who they work for. So let's go forward with that thing because there's darkness trying to take over, which will not be successful. The Holy Spirit said, make sure you remind them it will not be successful. God is dividing the light from the darkness and showing what is for him and what is against him. He's doing that really well. Uh, but even in the movie industry, it's happening. We know things are happening. And um, I also have a commission to do news and media, which at one point I will have a news station, my own news station, 
to give you the truth, the revelation on what's going on, and then even prophecy about things that will happen that's not today. But I'm going to go that way a little bit because when I find out things and I know they're true, it's my job to tell you to reveal the truth that's revealing uh, heaven. There's a new movie out. Be very cautious about seeing it if you're taking your children. It is called Lightyear. It's about the story of Buzz Lightyear and where he came from. I know the original series uh, that Disney did was called Toy Story. And I know everybody loved the first one, the first series, the first movie they made, Toy Story, with, with Woody and Buzz Lightyear and all the rest of those. Uh, That's characters a cute, that was a really cute movie. Yeah, that one was a fun it one. It was a great kids movie. And if you don't know, Disney's goal was always to make family safe children safe movies to be entertained by to enjoy uh we had a lot of those as children that he that uh he was involved with that and because now he's not here and this happens a lot by the way when the maker or the creator of something goes to heaven and those under him who are taking over have darkness in the soul the darkness is going to show up in the movies well in light year that absolutely happens and actually, uh, they don't even care if I say this because they want it known, thinking people will want to see it. But there is homosexuality in that movie. Uh, there is a relationship between females in that movie uh, that should not have happened. And, uh, and, and, and Lightyear, the character Lightyear, even brings it up to one of his friends, uh, longtime friends in the movie he's had, about a relationship that she had with someone else. And she said, yes, it is so-and-so, which is a female, another female. Later on in the movie, it shows them kissing the two females. So I'm just oh, warning wow. you, if you want to know the truth about any movie that's being put out before you go see it, go to PluggedIn.com, which is what Jen always does. That's how we know this is what PluggedIn.com is showing, uh, what is in the movie. They always give things to be aware of, especially if children are going to be present. And uh, it's rated PG, by the way, not G movie, not a G movie. And it's because of that relationship that's shown in that movie very clearly uh, that, and they're making it look like it's okay. So if I were you, I would not take my children there. I'm letting all of my uh, my grandkids know about it. My 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 daughters and my son-in-laws know not to go see that movie. And I think a lot of them will thank me. You don't want to subject your children to something that God considers defilement. There's a reason why Sodom and Gomorrah was wiped out off the earth. Yeah. We'll read about that in the Bible. And so some people think, you know, that everything in this day and age is okay and God approves it. No, he doesn't. He never approves defilement. He never de approves of sin or evil or wickedness. And of course, he is fierce against the darkness. And again, he is exposing things in this time to us to be aware of them. And to make maybe even write it down who's doing things right, who's doing things that you would not want to see, nor your children especially. The enemy wants our children. He's not going to get them. But So this is the truth. This is really true. This is really in this movie. And when Jen and I saw that he had made a movie about uh, Buzz Lightyear and where he came from, you know how they did that in Star Wars. They take you back and show yeah. you things. Well, they've taken this opportunity and literally uh, Pixar is doing it on purpose because of what uh, our governor came against the, the Disney people when they were going to expose more and more or reveal more and more of that kind of lifestyle in their movies. And they even said that. By the way, the people in Disney who announced that really got bashed by other leaders in Disney, just so you know that. But our governor stopped a lot of things from happening that would have happened in the state concerning Disney. 
I think he even took away some of the the rights or the I forgot what it was exactly. Uh, well, they used to have cat. They used to have ever since Walt Disney had been involved, they had they got uh, tax status was different, and they got to be their own supervisors. They didn't have to have right county right. supervisors. They governed their own actions, yeah. their yeah. own choices, the way they set up their own park, and that's being looked at very closely right now. And uh, this is not news. A lot of people aren't going there anymore. So consider. Um, I know you love Disney. I know Walt himself never intended any of this to happen. He's in heaven, totally made it to heaven in case you wonder. And like I said, he always wanted to, in his movies that Disney made himself, he always showed evil is evil, never evil is good. He okay. always showed the, the light or what was right triumphing over evil in every one of his movies. And now some of the newer ones are trying to show you that evil is not bad. And yeah. we know that's not true. According to the word of God, if you're ordering your life to walk in the light, then make yourself aware of what's going on. So here's my first report from news and media. Yeah, that, that this is wrong, a wrong movie to take your kids to or even families to go together. That your kids will be quite shocked and have way too many questions for you. Yeah, you the know, other and, thing I need to make you aware right. of is in the spirit realm. When evil is in movies, it does have attachments. It really does have attachments because what you see with your eyes will go in your soul. What you hear with your ears will go in your soul. And, uh, and so we don't want that stuff in our children's souls. And Pixar is pretty proud of themselves that they actually put that in that movie. And uh, no one really knew about it until it was done. But they have done it. They've done it on purpose as a, as a backlash to what our governor said, that they were going to hold Disney back from doing stuff like that or hold them accountable. And we remove, I think, some of the rights to self-govern because yeah. this is this is a state that represents the conservative viewpoint. Yeah. And uh, I do know that have, um, Florida is the biggest battle station on earth for the host of heaven. And I've been really? yeah. there regularly lately to expose anything. And so I'm just letting you know that you have to be aware where you're taking your children, what you're letting them watch, and what what you what you approve of. So make so, sure you know yeah. it's in there. Go to plugin.com so and you can check out for yourself what I'm saying. It is true. That is what is in that movie. And I, can I just be more blatant even about it? If you think, well, if you say to yourself, well, our kids are exposed to this anyway, but if you take your child, your young child to see the, the Lightyear movie and two women are kissing and your little daughter gets to see that and, and mom took her there to see You're that right. she will make the connection that it's not such a bad deal after a mom took me to there. Right. So that's the soul damage is right there. Right. That's right. Happening and right if you me. have, I've got some help for you. If you've taken your child to see any kind of movie like that, that had graphic violence, extreme profanity, witchcraft, sexuality, there is something you can do to remove that from them because you watch over their soul. And uh, you, uh, according to the Father, using the keys to the kingdom, you're a believer. You can lay your hand on your child's head and say, I'm the watcher as the watcher over my child's soul. I choose with my will to lose from my child all the images, the word sound images, any, any spiritual at attachment, anything that would defile their soul. I loose it right now in Jesus' name. And Jesus will actually come and pull that out of their soul, and they won't even remember it. And then you have to say, I choose to bind to my child's soul, the life of God, the love of God, 
the, the joy of the Lord, his peace, his plans, his will, his way. And then instead of that being in your child's soul, whether you gave them books about witchcraft to read, which is not okay either, uh, no matter what it was, you need to loose it from their soul, whether they read it, uh, they, uh, they read it or they watched it or it was spoken to them. Loose all of that because the devil wants to control our children. He wants those next generations, but he's not going to get them. So there is a way to help you if that's already happened. But make sure that you have the accountability. You are you are actually raising up a soul in this world for Jesus Christ. So, Father, I thank you, God, for all mm. of the people to be aware and yeah. make a point to be aware of what their children watch, mm -hmm. what they have read, who their friends are, what they talk about, God, that this is a powerful time in the earth. You're sending prophets to this earth as children right now. And any child that you send, you timed their birth on the earth for your purposes. And that's for greatness, for goodness, and for, for a celebration in their soul, not to be defiled, not to be twisted, not to have darkness put in it, no matter where it is, whether it happened in the school and, or in movies with friends or stuff like that. Make sure you loose all of that from their soul. And if you're a green parent, you can do the same thing. If you also watch over your, your grandchildren, watch over their souls and pray for them. This yeah. is a time when we have to be mm. aware so that the, the darkness gets pushed back and crushed. Okay. And it is our responsibility to do that. So, Father, I thank you for making everyone aware. We don't hate people. We despise the evil and the darkness that's yeah. trying to flood this earth. And even the people who are doing it, the humans are being controlled by the enemy. They need to be free, too, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, and one quick comment. Buzz uh, Lightyear had been played. The voice was by Tim Allen, you know, the tool time guy. Yeah. And he was a great guy. He is not the voice. They got an actor whose voice is very similar to try and yeah. make it sound like him, but it's not Tim Allen. Yeah. Uh, so I think there was a, even a, a good anointing on Tim Allen. And he stays with high quality programming. You know, he does. And I'm quite sure if they ask him, he said, no. <laughs> yeah, I bet he did. I mean, I don't have proof, but I bet he did, you know, yeah. especially if he saw that script. So, oh, Elimination said Chris Evans is the voice of this, of this one. So I don't know who Chris yeah. Evans is, but uh, in fact, now let me ask you a question. I actually have a first question to ask you that I did not know. Was it this one? Um, this is from months ago. Uh, well, from April, from the United Kingdom, it says, um, I didn't know this. we were going to talk about Disney today. She says, I have one question for Kat. You say that there's no sadness or anger in heaven, but when you were talking about the Disney chaos and mentioned that you had seen Walt Disney, this is to you, Kat, you had seen Walt Disney in heaven, you said he was not pleased to see what had happened to his company on Earth. Please, could you tell me? what you meant I, so she's saying if there's no sadness or unhappiness well well not pleased is not sadness and it's not anger or hate against okay. anybody yeah. it's what he thinks about what he left behind and why he created it and i'm quite sure he's probably had discussions with the father to yeah. see what can be done about it and yeah. i don't know if anybody knows that actually Right after that first statement was made by some of the leaders of Disney, I don't know the positions, but I know that they had the ability to speak on his behalf. They said they were about to flood the movies and Disney with the uh, with the gay agenda, and they actually did say that, and we're proud of saying it. Uh, that um, the next day, a file was found. How wonderful on Walt Disney's desk that somehow got there that they didn't know about this. Abe already legitimized his signature. 
saying that no one had the right in the future, this is what he wrote before he passed away, that no one had the right to add anything extra to his movies to pervert them or change them in any way that would not make them child friendly. And it is legally, it's a legal document. So that was the first hit against this group there. And of course, the second one was our governor saying, you're not doing it in my state. Wow. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting times. Well, that, so that's interesting. By the way, I'll make a comment about this. I've learned over the years, you and I have known each other for seven, eight, nine years. I've lost right. track, but, but I have, you have never quoted the father as saying something if you didn't hear him say right. it. So when I ask you a question and, and you, and the, and you answer it and you say something like, well, I think that God would, or you just said, I, I'm sure uh, Walt Disney probably had a conversation with God. You are not saying he had it. You're saying, I think he probably did. Or So uh, for when people watching this, it's actually a credibility on your behalf. It's kudos yes. for me because yes. you're saying, you know, I'll tell you if the father said it. And I, if the father didn't say it, you'll hear me say, well, I think. Yes. Is that about right? I am possibly absolutely sure because I have seen and heard other people that were on this earth they um they love what they made for god because they know he asked them to make it yeah. disney was um definitely um he was uh, one of those people uh, blazing the trails for good clean entertainment and i know that god did ask him to do those things and we have enjoyed all of that from even when i was a little girl they had already had a couple disney movies out and we always enjoyed seeing the good triumphing over evil. Always. Yeah, always. You always knew in the movie who was the hero and who was the evil one. They were so clear about yeah. that. There's no cloudiness. There's no hiding things. There's no making darkness look better mm. in, in, any, in any of those movies. And so you need to be aware that I'm sure they had meetings in his boardroom. The father has his own boardroom where he discusses things with those with those who want to have yeah, you have mentioned that boardroom before which is a phenomenal thing that he actually then asks for opinions or counsel oh, the father loves to reason with anybody and he has a boardroom he doesn't he's not super glued to the throne room he's there when he wants to be most of the time but i've also been in his boardroom with when my I, my own father was there making notes about things that were going to happen my father didn't talk to me nor see me, but he allowed me to see that. I've also been in there before listening to people talking about uh, things like Disney World, things or places that they had made on the earth and what the father had, what he had to say about what was going on. Really? And I'm quite sure that the father was very interested to speak to him about this whole situation. But literally, it was like just a couple of days after this whole thing happened about the announcements about flooding Disney and the movies with the gay agenda. It was a couple of days that that file was found. Oh, it wow. really was found by somebody, I think, working in, in the Disney. Um, uh, I know that there was somebody who worked there that yeah. found that file, took it to the right person. Jen's raising her hand. It was, it was, a, it was a, custodian. custodian. Oh, really? Clean in the office. And actually in the article, it said when he walked in, there was a shimmering folder on Walt Disney's She's desk. She's correct. A custodian. shining. Yeah. I walked over there because he had never seen that folder there ever. Can you hear? Yeah, yeah, I can hear it. Yeah, I can hear it. That is literally what did happen. And the, the custodian 
of course, I'm sure had been at Disney for years. He had to be a trusted person to be cleaning Walt's office, but you know, yeah. they still dust it and everything. He is the one who found. So it wasn't some other person who made up some high tech thing and left it there. It was a custodian finding it, in, in, I think, in the nighttime. And it was supposedly shimmering on Walt's desk. It had not been there before. And so I think maybe God did answer. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. Yeah. And uh, probably, quite possibly, because I know the activities of angels, this would have been one of Gabriel's if there was an angel involved in that that would have taken the folder and probably placed it there on purpose for the right person to find. Because, you know, if any of the left working there had found it, that thing would have probably been burned. Um, yeah. But so now because of that being found, they literally cannot go forward with some of the things that they were going to do at Disney. So I thank God for intervention. And oh, uh, like I said, I do know the father does have a boardroom. He does meet with people who come home from the earth. And they do have, they have questions. They go directly to him. They don't ask around to see, do you know anything about this? They go right to the head and, and have meetings with him. So I'm quite sure that really? heaven does not want a place created for joy and celebration for families yeah. and for children. And there's probably out there thinking right now, well, I've known about a lot of stuff going on for a long time. And I said, but there comes a time when justice is served. There just comes a time. We're in time of justice right now. And uh, uh, exposing evil, revealing the light and the good of God is what's happening. And so I can just tell them, I've already warned them, warned them, warned them that nothing they're trying to do will be a takeover. The left will not take over. The liberals will not take over. Now, people have the right to choose. They don't have the right to cram things down your mouth and force evil, wickedness and defilement on you or your children. And something is going to happen. It will happen. The father will have his way. He's got his own time reserved for this earth right now. Probably the worst time the devil could have tried a coup. And he only gets a few years himself, and that's a long way down the road. So look for more and more exposure of things to happen. And it's going to be like a landslide really soon. You're going to see a lot of people coming forward, yelling at the top of their lungs about the wickedness they knew or were a part of. It's going to happen because time for freedom is approaching very rapidly. It is, and I can say in the last meet, in the last broadcast we had, look for something to happen before July the 4th that will help to bring freedom to you and joy to you. And we already know about the Roe versus Wade. Yeah. Awesome. That, yeah. that is a sign of freedom coming. Freedom coming. It really is. And boy, did it not inflame the left when that happened. I have, you know, I hope so far the the actual rioting and physical violence seems to be held a bit in check, but on the, on the TV stations I'm just flipping channels and see Whoopi Goldberg just flailing at the mouth towards Clarence Thomas. You know, you watch out if they tell you you can't have a white wife anymore, and all she just kind of. But their anger is not being veiled anymore. They are so furious, and I'm not sitting oh, there. Right. I'm not rejoicing that there's all this anger. I don't know how the right. I'm rejoicing that uh, dust, justice is happening, exposure yeah. is happening. But when the devil thinks he's won, this is his mo. The devil will try to steal what is God's. Then he puts up all kinds of smoke screens, puts out all kinds of lies. Find people who will believe the lies and then live the lies. And that's why there's so much stealing, lying, cheating going on. Like they're doing it blatantly now, though. They think they can rule. This country is free. 
We are a free country. We, the people, are actually the ones who are really in charge. We, we choose really? who runs this country. The ones running it, they are not dictators, and they will not be dictators. There's so many hundreds of millions, many millions of people in this world and in this country right now that don't want evil to be in charge. And therefore, we the people will have our way because it's God's way. And I'm just saying, you're right. They're angry because what comes out is hate. Mm-hmm. They they want they tell us we hate, but they really hate. Mm-hmm. And that sure comes out when they're when they're caught something, and you know their hands are caught in something, or they're doing something evil. And then when the exposure comes, they are they are shrieking everywhere right now about Roe versus Wade and wanting to strike back every way they can. They want uh, I just have to be honest. They want the body parts, people. Yeah. The baby. They absolutely want the body parts. There's That's so much. That's what they want. That's what we, they want. We have said money. that we have thought that the only major sin was that lives were taken. It was far more degrading and is it still. Is far more degrading. And I, don't, yeah. I won't go into much detail because I know yeah. kids watch this, but they already understand themselves. They know what is bad. They know what is wrong. And I know a lot of children stand for the lives of the unborn. They stand for them. And uh, I was not surprised about the spewing of the hate that came out of the mouths of the left and the liberals and all those people. They're seeing money lost people. Yeah, it's, it's all, all about, about the marketing. Yep. Yeah. And they don't care who they market as long as they get paid for it. Yeah, yeah. And mm, boy, it's and, and the thing about Roe v. Wade is it's not just the Roe v. Wade that they're, it's that they see the avalanche coming down on them, right. more righteous judgments are on the right. way and they know it. They can feel it. They can right. see it. It's all over Christian, you know, as much as they tried to squeeze it out of all social media, we just all started our own social media. Right. It's all over there. And they, they look at that stuff. They know that they haven't oh, squelched more, anything. More people are looking at what uh, the other avenues to get true news and really what's going on. And I do know these major networks are more and more losing every single day. Viewers, sponsors, I mean, all kinds of stuff is happening that they won't tell you about. But it is going to happen. They will lose their place. It's going to happen because God is bringing justice. Uh, He sent justice, so it's happening. And I think they never thought, the left never thought, never even once considered, that, that would be overturned. They thought they had every judge in their pocket. They had paid everybody off or threatened everybody to get in their way, which is what they've been doing. But that's being taken away from them uh, little by little. But it is being taken away because even everyday normal people who may not like conservative or not even like God realize if that part, if that side keeps going, there will be nothing left, not even for them. Yeah. And so I think a lot of them are deciding to change their mind. And so people are looking forward. They want a future. People who are even everyday average people who have a family, they want a future. They want good things for their family. And you can just look at the, the prices of gas and anything <laughs> out there or, or things not being made right, which we're finding more and more. Some of the older products now being bought up by other companies and they're not being careful with what they're doing with it. And, uh, but I do know, as God has said, he is going, he himself, will cause an overturn and exposure. God knows everything being done by every single person, no matter where it is, how long it is, what their names are, where they live, and what they've been doing. And that that whole cover is about to be ripped away. And I, for one, am very excited that we will live uh, freely in this country, promoting Jesus Christ and God himself. He is alive. He knows what he's doing. 
and the devil has always been a loser from the first time he tried to take over in heaven he lost and he's yeah. always going to lose Jesus really really you. good awesome awesome cat <laughs> all right let me ask the first question here now you know you talked about the board meeting in heaven and i had forgotten that he had board meetings where he brought people in so that makes me think of this question um um you cat you must see new things all the time can you share one or two new things you've seen recently that maybe either surprised you or that we would love to know that that happens or is in heaven? Anything come to mind? I, I think I'm very delighted. The, the more and more I see the creativity of the Father um, and why we ourselves have witty ideas and inventions and how so many wonderful things. I know we do always talk sometimes about the darkness because it has mm. to be exposed. Yeah. But we should talk more about the light and the goodness mm. of God, the love of God. And he, because there's so many amazing things in heaven. And we all know in the scripture on earth as it is in heaven. Mm -hmm. I know that's really what the father wants, the way we operate, the way we live, the presence of God, uh, the, the freedom to move and do things for him uh, is uh, on this earth is what he's always had planned. And I can just tell you, I think one thing that really I get um, probably undone the ways to transport around heaven. I don't even know if there's a, a number that I could give so many ways to transport around heaven or to be with your loved ones and the ability to just know some things, you know, when they happen, some things, you know, in heaven, when they're about to happen, uh, they don't have newspapers, but they do have people actually who go around and talk a lot about different things. They speak about different things that the father has planned in heaven. Really? Really? Yeah, it's what their position is. It's what their position is. It's almost like, I wouldn't call it news, uh, because most of the things are not done by a date in heaven. It's done by events. So they do have, I even know that they do have event planners who actually set up things and help to prepare things for big events all over heaven. But just new things coming that the Father's about to create in heaven, or new people coming home that will cause the creation of new things to happen in heaven. They do have, it's like a town crier. I was like, going to say town crier was just, it came to me, or a herald that's going to say, this is what's happening. Herald. I think a herald is probably a better way to say it. But they do, they have heralds going around heaven talking about things. And it's mainly in different areas. Like if you're going to the Galleria uh, part of heaven where most of the artists are there, always creating new forms of art. And I've told people before, some of them even paint the sky of heaven. Really? Uh, Oh, yes, they do. It's a, it's wonderful, but they, they so many kinds of art going on, but none of it's defiling. None of it has darkness or evil in it. It has beautiful, beautiful things. It has the presence of God. Things sometimes come alive that are being painted or created in heaven. I'm not saying a life like it's a personality with the soul. I'm just saying that you can watch things. Things will speak to you. Your art you buy will say things off the wall of your home that you have gotten. You didn't purchase it. He corrected me. That was given to you. Because nothing, there's no, nothing charged in heaven. But they do have heralds. And like there would be a herald in the Galleria announcing that a fantastic, amazing artist is going to be coming there All soon. Right. He probably somebody who lives there already. He's going to put a show on. They have a lot of shows in heaven. They're going to put a show on of some new art they create and things. And everybody will want to come see it. They could just take it for free if they want it. And so they would do something like that. If it was going to be like in the amusement park, maybe some new ride was being created or something uh, that was going to be placed there. And they would go to the amusement park and they would just walk around telling people all about it. People get excited. Uh, the way they show it, they actually will show it, though, 
it's like um i'm trying to remember what you call that um holograms thank you oh yeah like a hologram yeah. huh yeah the hologram goes with them and they they stand on a little platform and say i have an announcement to make there's a new ride that's going to be placed here in the in the amusement park and you'll see the hologram of it and people will be able to see it what it will do and then they will announce you know just you know it, sh it should be here soon they don't give a date or nothing but when they show it they're already showing it that means it's going to be ready real soon. People get excited. They'll talk about it. They'll go tell their family members if they weren't there or heard about it. And they'll all make plans to go to it. So they actually do, uh, in a way, something that was done a long time ago when they didn't have loudspeaker systems. They didn't have internet or anything like that. Heaven doesn't need. They are way beyond the internet, people, in yeah. heaven. And so when that, when that person, that, that um, Harold would speak, you would hear it all over heaven. And people will be coming there through the spirit or riding on rays of light, on sound, on wind, uh, stepping through portals and being there. You have portals actually in your own wall in your mansion. If you, I do know this now, that if you want to go a certain place in heaven, you have portals. And all you do is walk through that portal and you're in that part of heaven. And so awesome. if, that, if there were, if it's going to be that, say, say a new ride was going to come and it would be a fantastic thing people would step through that portal in their own mansion. They would just be there to hear all about it and see the hologram would be huge. You probably, That'd I don't know, awesome. like 50, feet, 50 feet, something like that. So you actually see and get the experience of seeing what's coming. And I'm going to ask you this, because, you know, you've talked about heaven being so vastly larger than the earth. Yes. And yet it's a, like a globe, because you said it's a world. It's it like a, a globe, a sphere. Okay, so then I'm thinking, okay, so then if we're in the capital city of heaven i'm just making up terms right now there's the galleria but maybe maybe a 2000 <laughs> maybe 2000 miles away is there another city with their own galleria and their own amusement park that or what or is heaven so big that everybody uses the same gallery galleria i mean how would you describe it i think it is just it's huge i i couldn't see the end of the galleria and it's on level some of it's in the sky okay you can't just think earth terms because they have no limit on their ability to create, to, to be transported places. And yes, it would be big enough for everyone to come, whoever wanted to come. Uh, but you would step through that portal that would take you to that place. They don't have a map. You don't need a map in heaven. Yeah. You, you know about these places that existed. When you get to your mansion, you find out all about those. Or you can go to the Welcome Center. They also can tell you all about the different places in heaven and what goes on in those places. So when you first arrive in heaven, a lot of people want to go to the welcome center, not because they're in shock or they don't know what to think about it. They're excited. They want to know it's there. So sometimes they'll just go to the welcome center and uh, where that one family runs it that used to have funeral homes, which I think is just God's humor. Uh, I'll never forget the time he showed me uh, that heaven's uh, welcome center is run by the Hardage family who own funeral homes all over the Harridge and Sons funeral homes in our city were some of the most phenomenal places where there was such love and care really? and concern for the people. And the father said they used to get them, they used to get them going, you know, they're going to go to heaven uh, when they go to the funeral home. But now because they run the welcome centers, they're getting them coming. So they get them coming and going. That's what he said. It's sort of like they did such an awesome job for the Lord and loving right. the people in these traumatic times. That says, right. I'm going to reward you by giving, letting you be the welcome yes. center. That's the, <laughs> the welcome center. That's very cool. Um, I want to, a question came to my mind while you were talking about the, the amusement park and something, a new ride 
so I'm I'm picturing Walt Disney and I'm picturing him designing and coming up with okay, then there's that, the Walt Disney aspect, then there's Jesus the Word who can just speak it into existence. So yeah. where do we have if a new ride's being created? Is do you have a Walt Disney up there with blueprints or and plans and men and women get together and make it, or do you have the words speak it into existence? What, how, how would you, if you even know, you may not know how to answer that. I do know this for sure. It says your mansion was not made by human hands. Your mansions are made and designed exactly for you. Uh, the Father knowing exactly what you love to do. And of course, Christ who makes things in heaven. Uh, nothing was made without Christ who was called the word. They still work together doing that, but because if it's a project, there's a difference yeah. making something like a living mansion or stuff like that than a project that's being made. I've, yeah. I've seen people help with different projects. Now, a lot of the projects that people help on, like you yourself want to do an event that will bless people all over heaven, you can do that. Usually, sometimes it's on your own property. If you if you got like rodeos on your property, uh, if that's what you love, it's what you did on the earth, that's what you'll have in heaven. People come help set things up for your big event there or wherever you're having the event. They definitely will help with events. And I've seen that a lot. People who want to help to uh, be a part of that. So you still get help when you need it in heaven. Sometimes God lets us do that ourselves up there. Uh, but your mansion is all his. Everything on your property, he made and designed it for you completely. You get more than one mansion. You have a place. I go to prepare a place for you. He said that himself. I go to prepare a place for you. Uh, and Christ said that so that we're, you know, where he is, you can be also. Yeah. And so he, when he makes your mansion, he will, God, the father will show the Lord will get together and they will make stuff together. And the, the father will speak it. The word will make it or Jesus Christ will make it in heaven. But a project is different. A planned event is different. Many people in heaven want to be a part of helping with an event uh, in many different ways. They help. There's no lack of money or building supplies or anything, any of that type of thing. You don't go to the store and buy it. You speak what you need, and then it would be there. But you have people to help you set it up and even run different things. Like if they were going to have a different kind of festival or something, then they would be there to help do all that. It is wonderful. So if you think you're going to be bored sitting on a rock doing nothing, that's wrong. You're going to be involved all the time in heaven, uh, doing wonderful things for people. But I'm still undone about the ways to transport around heaven and even out into space to see some things. Um, I don't think people necessarily come back down the earth unless the Father permits it, allows it to see something, uh, like maybe a wedding or a baby being born or something like that. Uh, what he shows me, I can tell you about. What he says to me, I can tell you what he said. That's so true. I don't. Uh, I don't ever want to try to make up something if I saw no, you it. Don't. About I, it. I've never seen you make up anything, but no. and I have seen you say, "Well, I think based on what you know, you'll you'll go off knowledge you have about how he is, his ways, yeah. and then you'll say, I think he'll he would do this in answer to a question.' But if you've seen it, yeah. you know, then you say, "I saw it. This is what you could." Yeah, and I yeah. like the idea of the project because it makes sense to me that if you love designing on the earth and you love building on the earth and you love working with wood and you love all these things, God's going to give you opportunity to use that love. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. your whole purpose for being there. Yeah. Um, there's people who design clothing still in heaven. They have yeah. apparel being given away, jewelry being given away. And the time I was taken there, I saw people with places where they were making and creating all kinds of things for people to give to people. 
So good. All right. Well, this leads in, you know, I like the way we flow because now that I jumped to number 12 on my list because it reminds me of what we we're just talking about. So the Lord's, and this is a man's question. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button to become a partner today. Lee asked, the Lord has very specifically guided me into the skill sets and interests that he's placed in my life. It's pretty wild. I'm a helicopter instructor. I'm a fixed wing pilot. I'm a semi-truck driver. I'm a motorbike rider, sport shooter, hunter and fisherman, an outdoors camper. My question is, what do you really, what do the really wild guys do in heaven? And which of the really wild activities are Jesus' favorites to participate in? What does he like to? Well, I have to, his absolute favorite, and not necessarily a wild activity, is eating sweets. And I know people, he loves to have, he, he throws celebrations in his own mansion. Yes, he has a mansion. He had to live as a human on the earth. He deserves one. He has his own place in heaven. He is in the throne room a lot of, uh, many, many, many times when people are caught up, they see him. But they've also seen Jesus out around heaven doing things and stuff like that. He also, not necessarily wild again, but he does love, he does like to ride the roller coasters. Um but he does love to make things still with his own hands. And he does still build things like we were just talking about. But I think, um, I know Peter's fishing. <laughs> yeah, no, Kim Robinson, who's, who's been to heaven. Every time I to heaven, I see Peter, he is still fishing. Kim, Kim Robinson, Roberts, Robinson, who's been to heaven many times, has seen Jesus on a motorcycle racing with her. He wanted her to come along. Does that make sense to you that Jesus would love that as well? Yeah, I was about to add one of the things I know. There are actually trails, and I saw them. Trails. A friend of my brother's passed away, and God showed me him in heaven. He was a biker. Um, he had a ministry with with motorcycles, and I saw him in heaven riding on this awesome motorcycle. Flames were coming out the back, like a flames of light and fire. And but then I actually I didn't actually ride on the trails, but I saw these trails of fire trails, they called them all around the sky of heaven and other people who who were bikers, the ones that some I recognized, some I did not were following this person all around on these trails um, in in heaven. And so I'm quite sure if it's something like that. I know Jesus loves, loves, loves horses. He loves to go ride his horse as fast as he can ride his horse. His horse's name is Lightning. But he does also like to ride on those trails. And yeah, and I, now you said fire trails, but also some people just love dirt bike racing. They love that dirt flying in the air. Is that going to be in heaven, that kind of thing? I am positive that if people who are Christians, that's what they did. That was their gift. That was their passion on their own property. That's where they would have those dirt trails. And the dirt would fling everywhere, and you'd get probably very, <laughs> very dirty. But the thing is, when you're done with the whole event, that's gone. Like you don't you have to run shake it off, out. right? Yeah, you just shake it off. So <laughs> I'm sure those things that you really love to do, that um, that God gave people gifts to do that. When you, that's why heaven is not boring. Every time somebody new comes home, there's going to be something new that will be available on their property. Their property is not a little hundred by hundred foot lot. Some yeah. of them go for miles, depending on what they do on those properties. And people come to enjoy their gift that God gave and put in them. So I'm quite positive that there are dirt trails out there. I know there's golf, there's places to play golf. 
one of the first places he took me one time was a golf course. Really? So the holes were elevated in the sky. And this person <laughs> on their property had a way to change the shape, size, and elevation of all the holes. The golf, so the golfers could almost not ever win. Sometimes they would if they were really good. And uh, that was one of the first places I was shown. Maybe, I don't know, maybe a fifth or sixth time going. I actually was taken to a person's mansion and saw the golf course. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, man, we're, there's so many questions I want to ask you. Um, oh, there's one that just lost me. All right, let me just do this. Um, Kat, um, when you go to heaven, here's this one. When you go to heaven, do you never know what's about to happen, that you're about to go? Or do you always know that you're about to go? Do you feel <laughs> some disturbance in the forest? Do you? What, how do you know you're about to go? Or do you never know and all of a sudden you're there? What? Almost never know. <clears throat> Almost never I know. Okay. I gave him permission. He said, I want. I would like permission to take you whenever I want you, whenever I need you, or just because I want to bless you. And I said, yes. I'm, I actually said yes. It's nice to say yes to him, by the way, people. Uh, if he shares something, if you know the, the voices that are speaking to you, it's a good thing to say, yes, I received that. And he will actually write that down. I mean, he was very adamant. Jesus came himself the first time in person and told me things that I have been chosen for. And I said, yes, I'm going to, yes, yes. I said, yes, the first time. And so since then, I haven't had to say yes. He just takes me when he wants to take me. And uh, sometimes he takes me to heaven. Sometimes he takes me to the future. Sometimes he shows me things in the past. But my, my title is Revelator. That means one who reveals. And yeah. that's why I do it all the time, because that's his plan to show you continually revelation uh, places in the spirit realm, how to operate in the spirit realm, what your authority is, how to operate in that authority. So most of the time, I don't know. I'm just that's here. and I'm, I'm just there. When you go back in the past, um, I've heard some people tell stories about how God transported them back in time to a situation in their life and there was actually healing that took place have you ever seen that kind of thing in your own you had a really good upbringing so i don't know if you had much healing yeah um number one he never shows me anything for just me okay never okay. i've never seen my mansion i've never seen my grounds up uh, it's never about me it's about what he's prepared for the body of christ okay and i will say this it's different going into the past you literally look like you're traveling through beams of light where they show warp speed like Star Trek or Star Wars. It literally really looks like that. It's just crazy. You are traveling. I feel myself traveling if I'm taken in the past and I see these millions of lights come towards me. And when we get where he wants me to be, I, I'm not having a vision. I literally am having an wow. encounter. That means in real time, really there, uh, I'm taken. And then when my I feel my feet touch the ground, and when all the, those lights go, I'm where he wants me to be. And then he lets me see things that happened, things that were said, um, what it literally looked like. Can you think of an example that would just um, uh, bless people, whether it's something that make them heal or something that brought understanding that you never had before when it took you in the past? I, I, think, I think the most phenomenal time I still feel for myself for experiencing it was when he took me back, um, back in time. Well, there's like three different times, really. One was at the cross, which was kind of hard for me. Uh, but then when I saw where he went, 
he showed me where Christ's spiritual body went when Christ released his spirit man and he descended. I got to see Abraham's bosom or paradise where all the righteous were kept that God counted righteous. I saw where that was, what that looked like. It's a beautiful city with golden buildings. There's really a river. There's clouds and sky. This is in the earth. And I saw the balcony that they could walk up to and barely see like the gates of hell, which was far away. It says in the Bible that there's a great gulf between those places and no one could cross over. Mm. I was taken there. And then, of course, I also was taken back another different time to the tomb of Christ. The stone was already rolled away. I saw Christ standing in the garden outside the tomb. He was bending over, smelling the roses, not joking. He, he loved flowers. He was passionate about flowers. And so he had just come from hell, uh, wasting hell, and had come up and had his glory. He stepped into his body. It was glorified instantly. And I'm quite sure that was spectacular. I didn't get to see that. I'm sure the light yeah. blew out of that tomb and the angels probably had to move the stone so it didn't blow halfway across the, the town. But uh, that was spectacular. I got to see Mary come and ask him where they had taken him, not knowing it was him. But when he turned and said her name, which I did see that, he said her name. She knew exactly who it was. And I love it that uh, she thought he was the gardener, and the Bible says so. She was when well, she went into the tomb, and the angel said that he was not there. And she came out, and then that's when she saw him standing in the garden. And she presumed, and the Bible says she presumed he was the gardener. And people don't know why. It's because he had his back to her, smelling the flowers. Nobody got in the garden unless the gardener was there. But when he turned and saw her, and she ran to him. She knew exactly who he was. And he said, I can't stay. I must go see my father and your father, which of course we know that's Father God. And did, go she not, God. did she not know him by sight until he said her name? Or did he? she just not know him because his back was turned? Uh, I think because his back was turned. I think. Okay. And besides, I'm sure he probably had some light still coming out of him. Uh, he was not wearing his grave, grave clothes, which was the last thing she saw on his body. You have to remember that. Yeah. She saw him wrapped in the grave clothes and everything as he was being put in the grave. And so, of course, he wasn't wearing grave clothes. Why would she think it was him, right? Because this, this person was alive. He was in the flower bed. And but the minute she said his name, he turned. And as soon as he turned, she knew immediately who he was. Okay, good. Um, Amelia is asking this question. She says, I know Kat says a lot of worship happens in the throne room. And then here, this is her question. Do, but do they have Sunday masses? Are there churches in heaven? Or do you just worship anywhere, anytime? <laughs> there are no churches in heaven. They don't need churches, okay? okay. They don't need them. Uh, everyone who worships, they, they can worship in the gardens. They can go. There's other places where people are worshiping. They have, they have worship events. They have concerts. A lot of those are outside, so the, the, the masses come all worship together. Uh, the throne room is the number one place you would go to, and he, you would be there in person with him. If you're there in the throne room, the worship is the most fantastic in the throne room, where Jesus is there, the Father is there, sometimes both are there, and you'll see the living creatures worshiping and shouting uh, glory to his name. And the throne room begins to shake. People are caught up off the floor of the throne room when they're worshiping him. It's the number one place to go. And it expands. No matter how many come, 
this this throne room is like alive it expands to oh, wow. and it wants to and but people worship all the time they're always thanking god they're always saying how much they love him they sing their own worship songs to him all over heaven other people will just come where you're singing yourself and they'll they'll gather with you the trees begin to worship like out loud they sing so uh people are worshiping all over heaven but they don't have churches they don't they don't yeah. have a church called a church yeah you don't have a church we you say we're going to meet people. at the church yeah you don't say we are gonna... the church there we are go. we are the church okay. we are the believers by us we are the church so wherever we are in heaven talking or singing people will come to hear what we're saying about him or worship together with us That's good. but the throne room is probably the number one place where people go to worship in person. Now here's a, this just popped into my head, Kat. I've never th even thought of this question, but she's asking about mass. I'm going, okay, does, I've never thought this question, but does it, have you ever seen anyone in heaven where they cross themselves, they're worshiping and they're praying? No. And they, okay, <laughs> so in other words, those were all sort of rituals on earth that are yeah, meaningful. We, we developed our own rituals, probably no matter what church you go to, they have yeah. things they do on a regular basis. Uh, a lot of churches take communion, uh, at least once a month to recognize what he did for us. You don't do that in heaven because you're not end up burning heaven. candles. You can go up and see the blood poured out. You don't have to do those things. Yeah, uh, that's what we do while we're on the earth. We're not with him all the time. It's so different. It's certainly not like he's being ignored. Are you kidding? People yeah. chase him down. They want to be with him. They love him. He gets adored everywhere he goes. He'll show up at your own event sometimes. He'll show up at your mansion sometimes, and you get undone by his presence being there. It's called worship is a lifestyle in heaven. And it's just a real thing. Now, they, they, some traditions burn candles during prayer. They're burning candles in heaven? No, like, nobody burns candles in their okay. home. Why would okay. you burn a candle to him when you can go see him? Okay, see that, that makes sense. You have to understand, people. These are things that he gave. Now, I know there was this feast that we celebrate down here. Some do, some don't. I do know the Feast of Tabernacles is one of the things I know that's celebrated in heaven, that's still celebrated in heaven. Okay. Um, it, it's just an amazing thing to be a part of, to see how they do that in heaven, but they do celebrate that feast. I know that they do. But it's not like we have to do rituals to yeah. make him seem real or get his presence. You're living in his presence everywhere. You're consumed by it all the time. And all you can just do is say thank you, you know, say how much you love him. And and then, you know what, bless his name is you, if you want to spend time with him. He absolutely loves that. He loves to spend time with everybody. But there are no, there's no churches. They don't yeah. need, the closest thing to anything like that would be, of course, the, the throne room of God, you know. The throne room is there. As many people that want to go in and see the glory, the beautiful, the lightning shooting out of God himself, a million megawatts of love is what that is. A lot of people run into heaven to get struck by that lightning. That's his love. Wow. That's his love. It, it it sears the enemy, but it blesses us and empowers us to feel more of him in us. So and we, those and, that you seek after in heaven, just to be with him, uh, to feel his presence, go to the throne room, go wherever he's. Uh, a lot of people start talking about where they've seen him or where he is. And a lot of people just run to be to just just to be with him or see if he's going to say something. Now, if Jesus is anywhere in heaven, he's definitely going to stop and say something to everybody there. That would just be wonderful. It'd be amazing. Probably probably just to bless you by sharing things that he loves to do or things that are about to happen. Major events in heaven. He sometimes goes around heaven and just starts talking about it himself. But nobody burns candles in their home. Okay. Uh, nobody has to hang his picture on their wall. He's actually there himself. Uh, so you don't have to go to church to feel him 
or to draw his presence, you are drawn to heaven to live in his presence. That's how you get there. Uh, when you receive him as your savior, repent of your sins and receive him as your savior. You will one day live in heaven and one day he will call you home. And when you go there, you'll have his presence all the time, everywhere. So you don't have to do rituals or traditions. You don't That's have to spend, You just have to love him, be with him and see what he is going to do. And, and you, this is a good part to, re, to remind people what you've said in the past that, that if you, and I'm going to double check, make sure I got my memories accurate. If you, if you have a prayer garden, and maybe everybody does, whenever you want to go to the prayer garden to meet with Jesus, he will show up. He's omnipresent. He can be all yes. places at once. Am I saying that about right? Whenever you want to meet with you Jesus. Are, and when you go to heaven and you go into the throne room where he'll give you rewards for all that you've done on earth for him. And to show his love and expression of gratitude, the Father gives you gifts. He gives you gifts that no one else can give you. One of the gifts that Christ will give you when you're standing before his throne, he will give you on this beautiful, I forgot what it's even made out of. It looks, I can't, it looks like gold something. I'm not sure. I don't think it's a chain. But he actually gives you a key. And you keep that key all the time with you. Anytime you want to see him once you've left there, if you go out, you will have a garden. It's a walled garden, and it has a special uh, lock that only that key made for your garden, that wow. key will open that door, and when you go in, he comes. He will come and see you. And then, Kat, talk for a minute, if you if you know any details other than that. Well, do you sit, would, would a person sit down with Jesus and have a conversation, and if so, any idea what they what what Jesus and this person what you would talk with him about? I think that would probably be private stuff. Okay. <laughs> you know, um, I haven't even seen my own garden. I haven't okay. even seen my own mansion because he doesn't want me to share mine. What was for me, yeah. I share what is for everybody in heaven. I just okay. know that people just want to be with him so much, and probably yeah. I think more so when you first get there. You really yeah. want to be with him and see him. Uh, yeah, there's a beautiful, there's benches there you could sit on. There's even swings that you can swing in. Um, not like any swing you saw here. And uh, and there's 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 dancing because I can tell you a lot of women, especially women, want to dance to them. Not that it's like a romance thing. It's just a love thing. And Christ mm. does want to dance, by the way. And in, in his own mansion, when he has big events, there's going to be dancing. And I'm not talking Amazing. about dancing. Like you've seen on the earth, I'm talking about it's a holy thing. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, his, the, his presence is so great, you know, especially anytime if you would touch his hand or something like that. Sometimes he'll just sit next to you and put his arm around you, tell you how blessed he was, mm. the things you did for him on the earth and how much you loved him and how you didn't give up no matter what you went through. Uh, you still pursued what he had, what he had for you to do. He definitely is going to honor you in that way. But I can just say, no matter where you go in heaven, his presence is there. You actually could go to the friendly forest, sit on a huge rock, and his presence would consume you. Comfort is like a, a beautiful, it's like a comfort comes and wraps itself around you. Not to comfort you from pain or suffering. Comfort that you would love to be in that very place that you're sitting, just flooded with his love, with his presence. And so wow. no matter you go, did you use the word comfort as if it's a person or a spirit? What did you? How did you it just use it? It's it a is spirit. a spirit. There's a spirit of comfort in heaven, 
And no matter where you go, it is there. And people go, well, I need this to sit on. It needs to be soft and comfortable. No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter where you sit in heaven, where you lie on the ground in heaven, where you sit. This doesn't matter. Comfort comes and wraps itself around you, and you're just wonderful. It's like, um, I don't want to tell people things and they'll send them to me, but I, I do love like warm, fuzzy things. Don't send me any. I've got plenty. <laughs> like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. Now, back to the show. To me, it's the one way I can be comfortable. If all my furniture, if I could make it comfy furniture yeah. on mm-hmm. earth, I would make it that way. Like you would sit there and not want to get up. Your furniture, or some of your furniture in heaven is like that in your mansion. You're like, this is my favorite chair to sit in, but this is my chair he made for me. And so it is true, even um, the university, you know, they have the word university, they have royal university. These are places of learning, higher learning in the spirit, um, how to rule and reign with Christ, even throughout eternity. Uh, that's going to be something he will explain to you. But the revelation on the word of God is so powerful on every scripture and every part of it. And you go to Word University, you learn all this revelation. And that book is taught by the person who wrote that book. The Bible. You're referring to the Bible. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Good stuff. Um, Now, you talked about, I I, I didn't catch the name of the place you said you can go, but this person, Shelly's asking, well, will you please have Kat tell us more about uh, passion paradise? Is that the is that the right word? Passion paradise. Passion paradise. Yeah. So passion. Uh, what's the what do you do that's passion related or feel or whatever? Let me explain the word passion. Okay. First. Everyone has their own interpretation of that. So I'm not talking about romantic love, that kind of passion. A passion is a deep desire you have to be able to go somewhere, do something. It's the thing that you love the most. And that kind of passion that okay. allows you to, uh, he takes you to passionate paradise. If you were someone who really loved him your whole life, not that he doesn't let others come there, but those who he's going to actually honor for the love they had for him, uh, being willing to do things he asked. Again, that's such a big thing. If he asks you to do something, make sure it's him asking you and please do it. Don't ignore it. Don't just write it down and forget about it. It could be something simple. But when you have a passion uh, to not just obey, but to bless his heart by the way you treat others, how you talk to others, the things you can bless people with, he has a passion to love. He has a passion to help. He has a passion to just bless people and give it to people himself. And so passionate paradise is those who worshiped him in spirit and in truth. The Bible talks about it with nothing in you that would be against him, nothing you've spoken against anyone else, and you go worship him, that's worshiping him in spirit and in truth. Those who did that on the earth. So if you haven't done it yet, you still can do that. He'll take you to passionate paradise. There's these liquid pools that you that you will dive into and so be consumed with his love. Wow. This is the place he's taking you to. I have seen that place. And it's he's honoring those. And then the father many times, or he himself, uh, will sing songs to you in this beautiful place, honoring what you did in your life for him and the passion you had to bless him or to do things he needed done. That's why it's called passionate paradise. And so that kind of passion is everywhere. The minute you step into this place, you're consumed by love, his love, 
his his gratefulness to you for what you've done. You're just so consumed. You don't know. You know, it's not like you can't bear it. But you sometimes feel like if you know sometimes you're so happy and excited, you think you might explode inside. That's a good feeling. Yeah. You feel such great levels of his love and his gratitude that he's taken you to this place to bless you. Sometimes he gives you his own song. And when you begin to sing the song he gave you as a reward, you, whatever you're standing on, it will elevate you, not because you're being elevated and like, uh, like in pride, but he's showing off who blessed him, who loved him. Oh, wow. And all of heaven can hear you singing that song when it's being sung. They know that's a Lord's song. They know he gave that to you or it's the Father's song. He gave that to you. It's a way to honor those who really did, even in times of hardship, even when they needed something and they helped somebody else. That's a passion. That's that kind of a passion okay. that he delights in. And you get to experience this whole place that is prepared for those that loved him. It even says, I go to prepare a place for those that love. So it's a beautiful place to be yeah. taken. Other people can go and be a part they can watch or see some of the things going on, but it really is it's a private way to show you how much he recognizes and knows every time he did something, prayed for people, loved people, gave to people, uh, and you didn't hold back and you gave your best for him. Really good. Can, that's, now, that's maybe this last question. Um, when, when I think of heaven, I think of going and you hear about God's going to have greatest reward in heaven if you're persecuted here on earth for, for his namesake so i can see i can imagine going there and receiving the re rewards it's for lack of a better term it seems like it's a it's a one-time thing you go there you receive all your rewards uh and then there's no more rewards but now there's just living in bliss and so talk about am i is it a one-time thing are there other rewards later for what no it's not a one-time thing <laughs> okay it is not a one-time thing. There's many times he'll just show up and take you to do something with you that is another reward that he's giving you. And people may find out about it later. It may be something you wear, maybe a place that um, that he takes you and shows you things in uh, that, that you never stop getting rewarded. And it's not like you ask for the rewards. I've had people tell me, oh, I won't take them. I'm like, oh, yes, you will. <laughs> you will be yes, so undone that he prepared, specifically prepared these things to give you. Uh, sometimes it's not something you can hold in your hand that he gives you. It's not that. Sometimes mm. he puts something inside of you. And I can't even explain what that's like. You just get undone every time you have a private moment or personal moment. Sometimes he does it openly in front of other people, what he's going to give you, but they've experienced that people get excited when they see people getting blessed or rewarded or just blessed because he loves you in heaven. Um, there's no lack of anything in heaven. There's no regrets. There's no lack. There's no sadness. There's no grieving. There's no fear anywhere. Just living in a life in an atmosphere like that is so amazing thinking you're like i'm really here this really is happening i never ever dreamed it would be this wonderful or beautiful or even personal uh, so i'm just telling you you never ever lose when you choose jesus christ the the time on the earth is very short it is it's like uh and it's getting shorter and shorter but this is not the very end yet people think it is don't sit on your rapture rug waiting for him to come and whisk you away. You probably got stuff to do for him and he's not done with you doing it yet. And I know there's things the Bible talked about he would do on the earth that have not happened yet. 
if you just go to the scriptures and see the things, these will happen, this will happen, this is going to happen. He's still got things, but we're entering into some of the best times in the middle of the mess, the chaos, and all the evil trying to spread around the earth. I will just plainly tell you the best is yet to come. Okay. Not because you want it, because it's his decision. And he always had these plans before he made this earth. He had plans to do these things. And he's not willing to give them up because evil things is going to show up. You think evil is stronger than him? He made everybody, okay? Jesus Christ made everybody. He made it with his father. He knows all of time. He's been from the beginning to the end of time. He's been there. He already knows what the end of time will look like, not the end of existing. We will never stop existing as the body of Christ. We will always exist with him. And some of the best things that will be invented, created, get to enjoy, do, uh, do for him, speak for him, uh, make things for him, rule with him, shred stuff that is evil, move things with our words for his purposes. Those things have not even happened yet. So he is not done until the father is done. We're not going anywhere. So plan to be here. Plan to stay excited. Loose any fear or deception out of your soul. And if you begin to believe something that does not line up with the word of God, deception is very strong right now. I even know some people, too, that used to be powerful in him, yet something showed up and gave them higher. Uh, um, I don't even know what you call that word anymore. Uh, they have higher illumination of something more powerful than God. That's a lie from hell. Loose it from your soul. Don't keep it there. The enemy wants to steal what God has for you. Do not believe it. You believe the word of God, well, the love of God, the plans of God, what Christ came for. He gave up a lot to come to this earth, just to walk as a man and understand you even more. He's not about to throw you away somewhere. It says Christ is married to the backslider. So even though you've sinned, he still loves you. He still wants mm. you to come back to him. You want to be righteous, not unrighteous. Righteous is you don't have sin in your life. And yes, you can live sin free, people. It's not that hard. You just say no. You say yes to God and no to the devil. Yeah. Because you're never, ever, ever going to lose through all of a, when time is gone and we're living in eternity beyond infinity and back. So, you will yeah. always be happy that you chose Christ above everything else. Can, uh, in a moment, I'm going to have you share what uh, how people get to your websites and stuff. But would you feel feel like praying for the people? A lot of people just were really taken in by what you just now said. Just pray yeah, whatever's on your heart. Yeah. Father, I thank you for all those watching, God. All those yeah. who right now mm. have ears to hear, right now that their soul is opening to receive from you. I pray, God, that they know you more. They have encounters with you themselves. Yes, Lord. Because your son died for every single person on this earth right now alive. He says That's even right. he wants the vilest sinner to be set free. Please hear those words. Be set free. Don't live in your vileness. Don't live in your evil. Don't live in your wickedness. Don't live in your sin. When you die, Satan will come for you. And he will not reward you. He doesn't reward anybody. He only torments. But the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. They're wanting you to know them, to believe in them, to receive Christ, repent of all evil and wickedness from your, from your soul, repent of your sins, and say, I receive you as my Savior, the blood sacrifice that nobody can touch, harm, or take from you. Receive him right now. 
simply do it you don't have to be in a church you don't have to be anywhere you it's a decision in here you make that you want to know him more live for him rule with him that's where your reward is that's what christ is wanting for his reward is for you to belong to him to live with him in all eternity that's what he wants for you to be free of any attachments any addictions don't keep profanity in your life uh, don't keep any evil wickedness sin, uh, lewdness nothing what you start to go after will consume you what you enter into will enter into you that's the way holy spirit says it you can't play in the darkness or play with the darkness and not think it's going to consume you free yeah. of all that receive christ as your savior and get ready for the greatest times in your life you've ever seen on this earth you will set you were sent here he timed your birth on the earth for a purpose that he has for you even if you've been running from him turn around come back and see what he's got for you i thank you father in jesus name that we come against all evil wickedness deceiving spirits evil wicked spirits right now we command them to go you have no right to control anybody that God made and put on this earth. They belong to him. Christ paid a price. And you have no place with evil. Tell them to get out of your life. You're not listening to them. You're not believing them. Break all that stuff off. You sever any witchcraft trying to control you. That's exactly how you do it. And run to see what he has for you. Because you will miss the greatest days this earth has ever had. Maybe he's given you something great to do and you just don't know it. Father, I thank you for your truth to be heard and known and live, that people live on earth as they live in heaven, Father, that they will believe that you have a place for them, preparing a place for them, Father, that they need to stand in the gap for their own family members and stop reporting the wickedness that they're doing, but talk about how God wants them and you're believing God for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, amen. Very, very powerful. Kat, tell people on your website uh, how to get a hold of you or, or what you've got two websites, right? Tell about both. Yeah, I have revealingheaven.com, which is where uh, the products are sold that reveal heaven to earth. It's also where you find out about our events. And um, then catcur.com is a spiritual platform created for the father to say whatever he wants to say when he wants to say it. It's also a place where you can look at galleries of images that, um, some are photos of actual things that we took pictures of. Some are, are things that we created to represent uh, portals in heaven or places that, that God has prepared for us there. Um, also, it's the only place online you can give to me, and that's catcur.com. Click on the treasury. It'll tell you about being a guardian. And I, while I'm at it, I want to thank all those who are part of the guardian zone. You yeah. give on a regular basis. You help me uh, do what the Father has called me to do on this earth, and I'm not going to stop doing it. Until he is ready for me to go home, I'm not going anywhere. So God good. bless you. God bless you. May the host go with you. And I want to tell everyone to have a great Fourth of July. Make sure you celebrate it some way. Yeah. I'm sure they'll be celebrating it in heaven. And people go, do they do that in heaven? Major things that have happened on this earth. They recognize the the victories that were won for certain things that were done on the earth. They recognize having. They have a hall of the heroes, people who paid a price for their own life uh, to help people on this earth that are believers. And you, you get to be a part of many events. I have never mentioned that before. There are events taking place at the hall of the heroes in heaven to recognize even people you wouldn't know. You find out what they did 
that that you will be amazed at the things that people did with their life for him so make sure i will be celebrating it and uh and celebrate with everybody here freedom is here our country is free the people are free the ones who are not free are the wicked and the evil wanting to give a different agenda wanting to control steal and kill they don't really have a future in jesus name thank you everybody God bless you, Kat. We love you. Give our love to your staff. And we will see you all again tomorrow at same time, same place. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description to become a partner today.